Go Loud presents Read the Room. Hello there, welcome to a new episode of Go Loud presents Read the Room with myself, Paddy Courtney, and Maya Dunphy. Maya is still taking some time away to grieve with her family after the death of her mother, Helen, but she will be back with us real soon. We're sending Maya and her family all our love. So now, here is this week's episode, which was actually recorded a few weeks before Helen's death and before the situation in Ukraine became as bad as it is now. We dedicate this episode to all those suffering in Ukraine and to the memory of Helen Dunphy. May she rest in peace. Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Oh, hello. I'm Paddy C. Courtney. And you are whoever you are. But more importantly... You're listening to Read the Room. This is a podcast where we take a stern look over our glasses at the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week where somebody through either dumb luck or just being a dose failed to read the room. And today we'll probably be having more than just a stern look, Mm -hmm. Paddy, because we're talking about bullies. You know them, the bollockses around the world who belittle others to make themselves feel bigger. Is there plural for bollockses? 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 Ballet, ballet. <laughs> the ballet, ballet. I was bullied by a bus all the way. Do you, do you, like, what are you talking I don't, about? In my car. So I drove here today. And there's. Was the, the bus, bus up driver your rear or? Just like um, a, a bit of both. Like, on, like, I know they're on top of me and they're always huge in the rear view mirror. But just pulling out. On top of you, expecting, like, you know, you can see me pulling out, so you have to let me out. I just, without indicating. So, again, it's one of these things that, like, rules of the road, lads. Like, your job is to... Jesus, you're boring me already. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you don't drive. You don't know what it's like to have a 1,700-ton <gasps> bus on top of you. You were probably sitting on the I bus, telling like the bus driver, going, go right, go right. On that bus, being bullied by the bus driver. I'll tell you what, <clears throat> most bus drivers I know... I get a lot of buses. Most bus drivers are absolutely lovely. But I saw that new ad campaign that oh, says, Jesus. get thanked for a living in a picture of a bus driver with Dublin bus. And I was on a bus last week with the most, with the biggest bollocks of a bus driver. He was, he was he I stopped. met him today. Did you? He fucking bullied me all the way down into work today. Hang on, were today. you driving in the bus lane though? I was not. No, I never. I, I'm, I actually, I have no points on my licence. I obey the ru- rules of the road. And I kind of expect, if there's rules of the road, other people to join in too. Especially who somebody that does it for a living and expects to get thanked for a living. I did not thank him. <laughs> I called him things that rhymed with thank. You're for. very angry. I, but I just, I'm going to, I'm going to lose in that instance. A bus versus a little car and me is going to be, uh, I'm going to lose. And well, so it's h- just, how long was he tailing you for then? Like you followed me all the way into Marconi House. Like we recording this outside thing. now, isn't he? We do. Anyway, we're not. We're not, of course, implying that all bus drivers are bullies. Most bus drivers are lovely. No, people. it just kicked off because it just so happened that a bully bus driver bollocks. But are you over it now? You're not, are you? Seven, eight, nine, ten. They're the numbers of the bus <laughs> <laughs> that were bullying me on the way here. But I as am, the but old saying bullies. goes, um, one man's bully is another man's prime minister, or something. Is that a saying? <laughs> It is now. But there are, Paddy, there are bullies from the playground to Parliament, aren't there? Oh, get up there. <laughs> I actually wrote that Somebody down. Somebody did their homework. That's the only thing I have written down. But, well, it's right there. The money. Do you know, we need, to actually, we need to actually go back and start from scratch here because we could talk for 10 podcasts about bullies. We could talk about <clears throat> playground bullying, about childhood bullying, about bullying in the workplace, about cyberbullying. It's kind of relentless. And also friendly bullying. Do you ever get that somebody, a friend 
bullies you into getting either a, a hairstyle or wear clothes that they're too afraid to try themselves. Has that ever happened to you? That like your friends go, go like that. The what? Maya. Exactly. <laughs> Here, you get your nose pierced. Okay. That's that's what I'm talking about. Or bullying into smoking as a kid. So like it's kind of I don't really want to and go. You fucking idiot! You're not smoking. My and friend then, used to say to me, "Should we're playing a game, Maya, where we're going to see if you can stay quiet for half an hour? You go first, and I just go up for half an hour, and then nobody else goes. And then go. I just want you to be quiet for half an hour. And I go. You pricks. Okay, just have to take note of that. <laughs> How to get Maya to shut the fuck up? <laughs> But there is, like, we can go. There was a horrible case of, of bullying recently and it was featured on Primetime by a kid, uh, young Eden Heaslip. I don't know if you saw the show. And massive respect to his uh, parents and his brother and sister. They just poured their heart out on um, on TV. And the poor kid took his life after, like, you know, months and months of, uh, of uh, and years possibly of bullying. And it is, it's and endemic in, in classes. There's a lot of stories like that. Rewind. We kind of. I think we kind of nearly have to start with that. Go back to schooling. Mm. And is it like you know? Do we need a separate subject in school to teach empathy, or do we put that back on the parents again? Or is it is it an actual social thing that well, we forget? Because yeah, they grow up. Interesting question though. Of do bullies know that they are bullies? And that's you know kind of simple question. But what is the answer? And then you have these you have various takes on it. Psychological takes people saying, well, no, bullies have low self-esteem and bullies, you have to feel sorry for bullies. And actually you don't. And more often than not, bullies don't actually have low self-esteem. And often they can be narcissists or having personality disorders. And yeah, it does come from, I'm sure some of them do have low self-esteem, but most of them actually don't. And mostly a deflection as well. So if somebody's yeah. bullying, they're outwardly giving something to putting their shit on somebody else in order to people not pay attention to yeah. them. Well, they'll identify something that's an easy target in somebody else and then just go for it aggressively. Um, we need to have a bully hotline. Get someone to ring in and let us do. know how does it make you feel when you make someone feel shit? But do they know they're doing that? Do they know they're, that's the whole, that's the whole, that's the question. Do they know they're doing it? Do you know what? I think, well, there's probably then different categories yeah. of those who do and those who don't. If you do it on purpose, then fuck yeah. right off. I think there's a there's a bigger awareness now in schools. Actually, here's an interesting stat that I oh. looked up before we came in. A cursory Google. A couple of years ago, a report was done <clears throat> the most bullied school children in the world are Australians, apparently. Too fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> Australians. But the- Sorry, Australians. And what this is, these are I didn't make this up. Apparently, yeah, there's now I maybe it's reported more over there. Maybe they're just a bit fucking louder. <laughs> Everyone can hear them. I don't know. But yeah, they are the most bullied but kids in the world. We're are we exposed to It's not an accolade you really want, is it? The most well, you know, actually, go, you know take a positive. A lot of it in Ireland is like we're all, we're you know we are big slaggers. We're slaggers in school, and sometimes in school it spills over, and you're slagging someone and slagging someone, and eventually they say, you know what, that really really hurts. Yeah. And we've probably all been guilty of doing that at some point. Like you certainly but, have wow. towards me, like just relentless. What? You're two seconds into the story today, you said it was boring. Fuck you, Maya. <laughs> I'm still hurt by that. It gets me. It was though. Fuck you. Yeah, oh, I just I thought it would be a better story. Just it's it's still ongoing. I'm still traumatized by it all. <laughs> I think though, but if if When's they recognise the that they're being bullied, <laughs> we think about bullying as being in the playground or and a person and or a person, yeah, or and being being physical. But now we know so much more about what bullying is: bullying in the workplace, bullying in the home. You know about course of control and all those things, and cyberbullying. I mean, and I'm a grown woman. Believe it or not. I know from the back I look younger, but I turn around and go, whoa! What, what, remember that phrase, 1661? 16, 16 from the back, 61 from the front. Not no. kind, not kind. Never heard that. Did you know? It was a Sunday Times column. 
I presume it's been stopped now because it's really offensive to women, along with a load of other things. <laughs> Did you? 16 from the back, 61. 16, 61. Here, I'll stand up and turn around. How okay. from the back? Oh my God, who's that 16-year-old girl in here? Oh, hello, <laughs> Nana. <laughs> okay, right, I get it. <laughs> I used to always get when I had long hair, I kind of have longish You're hair such now. A bully. I used to always get like at the ATM, oh there, hurry up there, love, will you? <laughs> and then, uh, oi girls, uh, when you're finished there, and there, or even in restaurants, this kills me. Hi ladies, what can I get you? And just don't assume oh. that, you know, again. Oh, so you're more the, lady from the back, I, right from the front. Thank Aww. you, I'll take that. Now, look, you're withdrawing all your bullying. <laughs> I like this. Okay, it's erased. I feel good. I'm, we're back on terms now. But that idea, never assume. You know, it's that kind of thing as well. And then, like, if you see somebody, like, you know, never. maybe I'm not a lady. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe never I, I identify something else. But um, this there was one at the lady ATM. At the ATM is a lady. The ATM was, I remember that. that. Come on there. Hurry up there, Mrs. William. <laughs> and I, I just turned around. <laughs> Suck me cock and I'll tell you what, Mrs. I am. <laughs> I go, you just stood there. Shut. Oh, sorry. You didn't say that, did, I did you? Did you? I just, like, again, my thing is assumptions. People assume something about you in the same way that Russia at the moment assumes the rest of the world assumes Ukraine is theirs and so they're just going to go ah lads you know you know, we've been bullying them for seven or eight years we took Crimea off them we took another little patch of land and the Ukrainians I think at this stage are kind of downbeaten like and just feel so shit at this stage and then Putin just decides they, ne- <coughs> they never wanted to let the Ukraine go though no and but anyway has. moving oh. away from that but staying on oh, the Russians oh. um, and bullying we should stay on the I Russians. want to get the movie rights for the <laughs> Cork and Kerry fishermen facing down the Russian Navy I mean there just write it and you own it there's you have David a and Goliath you had a name for it did you Oh, we had, oh, Val Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck it on Twitter and someone said there were loads. There was Pirates of the Skibbereen. There was uh, <laughs> the hunt for Healy Ray Sober. Uh, <laughs> can we st- request to retract that, please? But again, we're so like, it's a, like it's them bullying us. They've never done these but you exercises. you know those fishermen are going to do it. They're going to yeah. go out there. Oh, I know. And they're going to wave their fingers at them. And I am here for it. I played a cork fisherman in TV show last year, Did the year you? before. Like, yeah. And I love those people that we met, the fishermen that we met in order to kind of... Oh, was that in Southwesterns? Yeah. And it's, it's off exactly where the Russians are planned to do this thing. It's just, I'd love to had get my well, bread again. We had Michael Fassbender down for casting. I'm writing your name down. Yeah. Stick I'll, on an iron jumper. I'll see you at midday in my office, okay? Trawler Pat. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger... Uh, so it is. So that, like, that's a big, an absolute... I don't think we can get bigger than that, can we? A bigger bully than someone wanting to be this megalomaniac wanting to take over the world? Do you know, Paddy, I'm actually reluctant to keep bashing the Russians because you and I will end up... <laughs> With Novichok on our handles. Yeah, we'll and, end uh, up being found somewhere where there'll be two people. We came to see Christchurch. don't know what accent that was. But give me a Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, this week's Paddy C. Courtney stands for comrade. I welcome our new overlords. <laughs> welcome, Ski. I'm very happy. They, they talk like it's almost back. They talk like this, yes. Well, we, we will have a couple of Russians come over and say, we know we're here to look at Christchurch. We accidentally poisoned these two people. Paddy, I don't want to get poisoned by the Russians, so just stop. Okay. Are you talking to me or Putin? <laughs> No, Putin, just stop so that we don't have to talk about you anymore and you don't have to poison us because you know what? We're only starting out on this podcast journey and we kind of want to go for a while, please. Thank you very much. Don't bully us and we won't bully And we're neutral, by the way. Yeah. We're a neutral country. Why is your water bubbling? Oh, I don't drink the water, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely stopped and thought, I, I just Let's took a sip. Step away from the Russians, Paddy. Step away. Okay, Get right. back to your bus bullying 
No, Graham, I'm, I'm over that now. We're, we're, we're pals with Dublin Bus because we want them to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, and then you also had a go at me saying because I'm a poxy non-driver. Well, here's have the you, thing. Have you ever, ever, ever done uh, your driving test? No, and it, it's to my eternal shame. It's but it's never too things, late, you're gonna. It's one of the things that I am perpetually embarrassed about and I was feeling to explain it to people. Um, so I will. I'll explain it to you now. Well, I, oh, I, I was like, oh, Jesus. I'll keep, it, I'll keep it brief. I'll keep it brief. Sure and I was very lucky. Let's my, play a game. My siblings and I, we all got driving lessons um, for our 17th birthdays and then my dad took us all out afterwards and he always said, get your licence whilst you're living at home and have access to the car. Do all that. Yeah. And I... Uh, I was away I went to university I was away every summer abroad working so I never sat a test and then after college I went travelling moved back moved to a flat on Pier Street over a shop with no car park and then moved to a flat on Temple Bar no car park again and then bought my lovely apartment where I still am now Paddy guess how much the car park space was oh Jesus 45 grand extra you get two gaffs in Longford for that like <laughs> So I didn't have the money. Still don't have the money. So I never grand for a car park. For yeah, for what is a car park? Six feet Jesus by four feet of concrete Christ. with little lines around it. Um, yeah, that, that was kind of boom dirty. times. Boom times. Um, so yeah, and I, I'm I almost live in the city centre. I don't need to run a car. I probably wouldn't run a car. But a couple of years ago, I went back and started lessons again. And the instructor, lovely guy, said to me. Sometimes when I teach people <clears throat> over 40, so they can be very nervous. You're not nervous? Like old dog, new tricks? He didn't say that. I'm saying that. But he said, you're not nervous. You can drive. You just need to practice. And now, 16. Turn around. And oh! oh! <laughs> Look at this lovely young lady. Whoa! <laughs> you could be a Tony. And <laughs> I don't know what that means. Don't know what Tony that means teaches either. the geriatrics. Um, so I, I am going to Did you try. do them? Did you do the lessons? I did. And I, then COVID and hit. And then COVID hit. And I couldn't practice again. I have no car to practice in. And it's a horrible catch 22. So I'm considering Ooh. this year. Tw- oh, here she is. Oh, yeah. 2022. Doing one of those week-long intensive courses. So what you do is you apply for your test. You get the date. You do the week-long intensive course. Oh, it costs I about a million quid. Um, it doesn't cost a million quid, but it's expensive. And then you can you literally drive nine to four every day, Monday to Friday. Oh, there are things years ago when you do your test. So I don't know if that's if it's illegal or do you have to do an assigned, is it an accredited people or company that has to teach you how to drive? Yeah, you can't, just, years you ago, can't just get a randomer to teach you how to but drive. But you did, like, you, look, my thing was that you never got someone who you're close to to teach you to drive or else because in, in no time at all you're not going to be close to these people. So <laughs> well, was, then my dad was a great teacher. He's very, very calm. Oh very calm. I know, but now you have to do, you're right, something called the EDT course, something driver theory. So you, you need to do 12 lessons right, officially okay. with a registered okay. driver and it's all affiliated and you get your thing stamped. Because I did mind um, with a guy who was an ex-army driver and he, he was brilliant but scary for the first few weeks till I got to know what he was about. Like, was, he, he, was he a qualified driving instructor? Yeah, yeah. It was, Were you I, driving I, a tank? I, I did. If you look online, you'll find... No, not for mine. 11 that, o'clock! 11 o'clock! This, Does that mean left turn? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, the scary thing was... Go to ground, Paddy! Like, he try and... Like shock you into goes like the roads are dangerous. That was his number one. You get into the car and go, "Hello, this is my first lesson." You know, boys go just to let you know the roads are dangerous. I said, "All oh, right, okay, just oh, no, pull out." So everything was started off, it, and every week he tried to frighten me at a different just time. Picturing you with so Steven Seagal in a car. I, I was, it's a dangerous place. It was really good. It's just a, we're going to take this turn here. Oh, go, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> 
I need to do that. I'm sorry. But he frightened the fucking... He would slam on the dashboard and go, that could have been a nana. And it, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it could have been. And I go, Jesus. So I think for the first few years of my driving, I was just so anxious. The chair, the chair and the seat car seat be right up on the steering wheel just to make sure the that there was no knuckles. nanas uh, arrived. No, I did fail my first test. And now test. you're taking it out on poor bus drivers. They're taking it out on me. I think that guy lost a job in the driving course. He's now because- well, do you know what? This is the thing. We we, we touched on cyberbullying, and uh, you know I'm a, I'm a grown woman, and it's still there's some days when you'll open up Twitter and you'll go, oh my god, and you'll click into someone's account and someone will say something completely. There was someone recently, and it's to do anything I do with vaccinations or masks, and it's like in the touch paper of all the loonies who do their own research. Oh, Great, yeah. and somebody had uh, it's so dark. I don't even want to say it, and they had. Obviously, googled me enough to find out my family members' names, and then listed off the diseases that they hoped my the various family members of mine would get. That's fucking called a police time. That's quite dark, isn't that it? Is, that's beyond and I dark. I went what? Uh, or else there'll be very personal comments made about uh, my marriage or my son or the way I look, and you go, lads. I just said I just said wear a hashtag, hashtag wear a mask. <laughs> did this escalate so quickly and well, for I'm, people to take the time. and I'm a grown woman in her 40s who and but there's times when you're you, you still feel anxious going to bed and you realize it's because of that even though it's someone you don't know and you click on it and it's probably somebody who's anxious themselves and maybe very young and going through a tough time but you got the effort you would take Go through a tough time, time and have inner and calm and inner peace you don't lash out at someone but then I think imagine if I was 16 and in school and that was happening and that's oh, I don't fear because I remember somebody saying me. to me like talking about their their child. And I remember years ago, like I there there was a, a, a I, I, like I was going to say a bully situation. I've always been bullied by this kid around the corner, and it was just I like I'd cross the road and I I I'd know I'd have to go the long way home from school to yeah. avoid this prick. And it got to a stage where I just couldn't do like I just went I can't do that anymore. I just want, I want to go that way. I want to play in that park. I want to be of this community. And I went up there and he grabbed me. Um, and, and it's the first time there's ever physical interaction and grabbed me and pulled a school bag over my head so then you have a ho- whole jacket over my head and I thought oh my god I'm in for a kicking and I was just like I was in for hiding here and I heard all these punches and kicks and, and noises and I was there going it was so weird slow down I'm only like 12, 13 at this stage so I'm thinking am I being hit and I'm not feeling it like it's just like there was some supernatural thing event happening and I went like I'm not being hit pulled the jacket over my head and my sister was boxing the head off your, your man. Oh. And I said, where did she come from? Like, what the... And after that, like, eventually it got to a stage of your man would walk I by, nothing. And then after again, it was a how are you? And then after that again, kind of pals with this guy. Yeah. Now, I never got to understand why he was such a a prick or a bully or that like. And then I always thought, like, I love getting home. And this might going on to the cyberbullying. I love getting home because I love being safe in my own home and the four walls and done and dusted. And then I go to bed, even so, in my big family, then I go to my bedroom and I'm safe in my bedroom. Yeah. But cyberbullying, kids have bullying, kids have their, their phones and they bring that bullying back into their home, back into their bedroom, I back know. onto their pillow there beside no them. There's space. no escape. Like, and I just go, I, I don't know what it's like it to, to be a shivers down child. my spine. Horrible. It's just, and, 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 and as you say, you're a grown woman and have those effects. I don't think there's anybody who is not affected yeah. by anything negative being <clears> said about them. What's the worst thing's ever been said about you on Jesus. social media? Apart from things I've said about you, <laughs> um, I've I've actually never you see, read you're anything. Fair, bad. Yeah, you 
you, you're now fairly... again, this is open up now. This we're in a bit more of a situation now. We probably will get shit after this. But um, if anybody, I'll just say it now. If anybody ever, you're, you're takes... quite polite on Twitter though. Now so am I, but I do say things that that, that occasionally piss yeah, people off. I don't mind if people I don't set out to. Like if if I make a piece of work, so I make it a, a TV show, or I, if I back in the, the stand up days, if I did that, or if I whatever I create and I put out there, and if if people have a problem with that or that's their opinion. I take I have to take that on board yeah. because I'm a creative. I put stuff out there, but if I'm offering an opinion, just like oppose that opinion, and that's it. But don't don't get personal. Don't Google members of my family who have nothing to do with the opinion mm. that I've just formed, and go after because if that happens, Jesus, there's more yeah. of us than you. That's all I'll say. <laughs> there's a lot of Courtney's. My sister, my, wait, my <laughs> sister, she's tooled up now. Although I used to do that, my brother and my brother who's like he's nearly six foot five, but he was. Six feet tall at thirteen. Like he was a he was a big lad, and I was teeny tiny. And I think sometimes with big lads, people kind of want to have a go heroes, have a go at the big lad. My brother was always a very gentle soul, but he was strong. And um, okay, I remember one time he'll kill me saying this. Someone said, "Oh, your your brother is fighting someone down on the whatever football pitch at lunch." I was like, "What?" And it wasn't somebody had challenged him to something. So Mogan's here goes down, decides I'll stand in between them. Oh, no. All four foot eleven, six stolen to me. My brother was like, Maya, please, it'll be grand, but can you just step away, please? Just like, please be fine. And of course, my brother pushed away, but the guy fell down and went, leave me alone, and ran off, and it was fine. It wasn't a fight at all. But I was there going, I'll just step in. I'll step in, and I'll cool things down. <laughs> Does that happen in schools anymore? Is there fights... Like I, I oh, it know. goes through me. It's horrible. I, I hate like I maybe because I'm just a, a natural empath. That I hate it seeing fights in school. I hate and and well, especially the ones, pacifist. especially the ones that that kicked off as like we were set a time and date. I know. Like the ones that like kick off immediately and this like kind of going on uh, cyberbullying stuff as well. If some if you say something online and someone just they happen to have their Twitter open and they just went oh fuck off my or fuck off Patty whatever and da 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 da. But then to take time yeah. to Google and check out who did, how can I hurt this person? That's pathological. That's fucking yeah. psychopathic shit. But there's shit, a like. lot of them out there. But then again, now to- I am convinced a lot of the time it's the same small group of people. There's a small cohort oh, okay. of people. The, one, the ones who would have a go at me because it seems to happen at the same time. So you'll have you'll hear nothing and then suddenly you wake up one morning and there's 25 messages all sent within 10 minutes of each other. And they're all quite similar. Could it be similar, a bot then? Bad it could be bots grammar. then. It could. Because yeah, I, 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 I tell you, bots. I've done this. Sports many. people. Imagine logging out of one of your fake accounts, logging to another fake account to send the same vitriol to someone you don't know on the internet. But You'd how really can you take a look at yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah. How can how can you remember which one is? Oh, bollocks! I sent that twice. On the same account. <laughs> oh, I need to up my bullion game here. Like, what have I done? But then I don't know how do we do we resolve it like it's just because I, I would imagine for the amount of time we do this podcast, I guarantee you we could have bully of the week. Like we could bully set of off like week. five minutes of, of that to see who the bully. Is. And I think like calling this out like or to make it a bit more obvious though, lads, fucking stop. The thing is though, unfortunately, it's like we said at the beginning, for like from the playground to parliament. Like the often bullies are narcissists or egomaniacs, and those kind of people are drawn to positions of power. Like people like you, Paddy, are not drawn to positions of power. You're too nice. Like you're too. You're not thin-skinned, but you don't have the height of a rhino that it would take to be, say, a politician. Yeah. And the wrong people go into politics. Like the people who are really good and smart and empathetic and caring. Jesus, they wouldn't last. Pissing time. Maybe they should be. In the those door, people should be the advisors the to these narcissists who, like, isn't there saying but that like, if you want to be, don't listen. If you want to be in politics, 
like look, look at like we've 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 mentioned Boris so often Never over the last while. But he is like, how does he have the brass neck to still be hanging on and just keep lying? What? Well, yeah. Just keep there was something recently about the uh, I did not bring those animals from Afghanistan <laughs> and then oh here's all the emails where you signed off and agreed to bring all the like people need to be brought from Afghanistan I'm sorry but fuck the animals for a while will you and just leave, bring the people who need to be out there he just lies after lies and I, I think know. it gets to a stage where that's What's that different. lovely line? I don't know if it's Nietzsche or somebody, somebody very intelligent who says, it's, it's, uh, I'm not upset that you lied. I'm upset because I can't believe you anymore. And oh, ooh, great. just let that one sink in for yes. a minute. But isn't that great? And that's what it comes down to. It's like, boy, you cried wolf. It's like, there's not, like, we just don't believe you anymore, mate. And it's the same here as well. And wouldn't you love if a politician put their hands up and said, look, mea culpa, I made a mistake. I'm human. I did this. It was wrong. Oh Would you give God. another chance? 100%. But no one, and we're bad at that too in this country. We are bad. And actually, traditionally, the Brits were better at saying, I made a mistake and resigning. I mean, now they're not. But we weren't in this country. Like, we would just hang on and hang on and pass the book. But a lot they, of book they, passing. That even got, like, and just brazen it out. Like, yeah. they kind of talk about, like, you know, this week, you know, a, a week is a long day, a week yeah. in politics, like, or and a time in politics. And you just, you wait it out. And they just feel that, lads, there's going to be another thing. And also, what happens is, and this, my fear at the moment is, because there's shit going on with Boris, that he will deflect by getting involved in a war. Thatcher was great for that. Ratings were down. So she goes, do you know what? Fucking let's have a go at Falklands. What's Falklands? I don't know. Let's own it. Yeah, that's our... And it create a war. Same oh, with, she was with, a devil for the wars, wasn't she? Ronnie Reagan as well. Like, it just... Hit, ratings are going down. We've got elections coming up. Let's in, invade Grenada. I, I, I don't think Boris will do that. But I think the I think the important discussion is people are saying, talking about priorities, saying, why room. are we prioritising... Um, an investigation over cakes on parties when we could be on the brink of war. And the fact is, they're not mutually exclusive. And if they got rid of Boris, their foreign policy would arguably get better as well. There's workplace bullying at its best. When someone comes around and asks you, will you put a fiver in because Tony's leaving? I go, Tony's a prick. I fucking, I never, never liked the man. I just like, I'll give 20 quid to get rid of him out of the fucking building. But like that idea of the, would you not sign the card? No. Everybody signed the card. But everybody might like Tony. Tony, I, I'll I don't... staple a fiver <laughs> to his P45. There we go. I'll put the fiver on a string. Put in the, like that. Did you ever, did you ever work Glue in like, a you Europe to the floor. Yeah. I used to hate that. I did the idea of, you know, people and everybody come on, gather around, sing happy birthday to Tony. And invariably, you'd be embarrassed. I was glad my, my birthday was always in the summer and was never around for most of it. But Jesus. Oh, yeah. And I worked in <clears> the <throat> oldest, kind of old school office I worked in was that injection moulding place plastic company out in Bray and that was old school and I think I think everyone loved me there up to a point and then when I was what are you laughing at they read, did read your Twitter feed <laughs> <laughs> these people now um, have got no, it, was, it was mainly it was mainly it was um, a male dominated uh, place it was a factory office attached um, and I was good crack back then and I was always up for pints anytime anytime I was like yeah, I no, I just wasn't going to borrow a pen. All right, sorry, <laughs> yeah. pints. But I handed my notice in in the December, and I was starting a new job in the January, and there was an office raffle, uh, and not just office oh. company raffle, and there was probably four hundred people working there with the factory and everything, and the first prize was fifteen hundred euro, <gasps> and I never won anything. And guess who won the fifteen hundred euro? Me. And the, suddenly, the week, the week you were gone. And yeah, and then everybody hated me and then he said hang on when did she give her notice in and they said I gave my notice in the week before and I go well so I was working my month out and they're saying she shouldn't have been in the work draw if she gave her notice in oh and everyone God. turned on me and oh uh, I know did and you keep it I, I did well that that day 
I uh, we went to, we went to the pub and I was like, right, I'll push. And obviously it was a check I got, so I didn't have the money. I had no money back then. And one of the guys who worked there, who ended up becoming my boyfriend after that for seven years, he was like, don't spend all your money in the pub on these pricks. Like you won that fair and square. Like you worked here for quite some time. Buy a drink for everyone and then just go home. Like just go. So I think I put like a hundred quid behind the bar for anyone who went down and then legged it. Jesus. Bastards. I know. That like when all that stuff comes into play, it's kinda like uh John missed his uh lotto draw, you know, syndicates. Oh that, my God, the fear the of all that kind of stuff go, well no, you actually missed it that week, so but I've been paying it for seven hundred years. Like why, why that like the fear of that money brings out of course it does. It's the like worst the field. John B King the field, all that kind of shit. But I also heard there's a new thing, it's why I avoid the pub on my birthday. Apparently if it's your birthday, you have to buy around for people. If it's in the pub. Have you heard that? Oh, the pricks were just getting me. Uh, I, just, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, I your, saw that one. I've never, ever, ever had birthday drinks for myself, ever. So I'm not really sad. We're having a, a birthday festival this year because we we're, discovered look, that I've our birthday's this. on the... It looks like an arse, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> From the back, turn it around. It's 16. It's All right. Oh. <laughs> this week has been brought to you by 1661. <laughs> but, but if it's someone else's birthday and you go to the pub, I would say, why do you have it? Yeah. So all, all this week that we're just talking about bullies, complaining about bullies, there's nothing really we can do or I can do other than uh, just invite oh. all the bullies down to Stephen's <laughs> Green on Saturday night, I'm not going to say which Saturday it is, for a scrap and we'll sort this out once and for all, okay? And they'll pull your school bag over your head and you'll Sister. feel the phantom punching. But that's not the answer. It's not if you can't beat them, join them, okay? <laughs> I'm going to beat me up. We haven't resolved anything about bullying. We have discussed it. It'll be discussed again and again and yeah. again and again. But bullies, read the room. Don't forget, if any of you listening have a topic that you'd like us to tackle over the next week, oh, yeah. then let us know at readtheroom at goloudnow.com or get me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy. Yeah, just be nice to Maya, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I just get a lot of shit recently. And uh, and I'm at Paddy C. Courtney. And uh, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't come up. <laughs> Please don't. I don't have the emotional intelligence to deal with it. Read the Room is a Go Loud original podcast. Written, researched and hosted by Maya Dunphy and Paddy C. Courtney. The show is produced and edited at Go Loud Studios by me. D-Ready. If you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends to check it out too. And don't forget, we're always on the hunt for topics to talk about. So if you think anyone or anything is in need of the Read the Room treatment, then you can let us know at readtheroom at goloudnow.com. We'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled by then. I went to a Cuntcraft um, tutorial lesson event at a sex festival. No way. Yeah. Contract. It was a. You had to make. You had to make um, of all an of effigy of your own vagina out of out of fabric and. Yeah, aren't um, all effigies normally woof, go up are in they? smoke? I don't know. You were supposed that to do something with it afterwards. Or do effigies always have to be burnt? I, don't know. I think so. Well, we'll find out. Look, now. Google it. Effigies. I don't think they all have to be burnt. But an effigy a sculpture does... or model of a person. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. Why are you burning all your effigies? Oh, but it's made in order to be destroyed or damaged as a protest. Oh, I didn't think Most that Most of them was... do get damaged, well. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. Anyway, I went to... And, you, and we can't say bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a sex festival in Ballydehob.